Welcome to CII Radio. In this episode, we're talking to Melissa Collett. In this episode of the podcast, we're talking about the Chartered Insurance Institute's corporate chartered status, and we're joined by Melissa Collett, Professional Standards Director at the CII. Last year, the CII undertook a consultation on their corporate chartered status and is relaunching its corporate chartered proposition for the insurance and financial planning profession. The proposition has been redesigned following extensive consultation with the profession, consumers and public bodies to support the modern profession and its customers. To find out more about this podcast and for useful links, go to thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Melissa. Hello, Melissa, and welcome to CII Radio. Hi, Luke. Uh, very happy to have you here today. So thanks for joining us. It's great to be here. Okay, so we're, uh, we're here to talk chartered. Firstly, could you tell us why the CII um, decided to, to do this consultation on, on chartered status? Sure, Luke. So about 11 years ago, the CII introduced the concept of corporate chartered. It had individual chartered members for for a long time, and uh, it decided to a way of promoting professionalism within firms would be to create proposition for firms who have chartered individuals within those firms, also at the senior levels, to actually bring professionalism to a firm-wide basis. I see, yeah. So that was something that was started, as I mentioned, about 11 12 years ago now, and mm-hmm. we have had a great opportunity with our strategic manifesto, which was launched in 2016, to yeah. actually rethink uh, a lot of the activities of the CII. And one of the, one of our, you know, really important, what's, what's really important, we are a chartered body. And so our chartered members and our chartered firms are really important to us. And we, as part of the strategic manifesto to ensure the CII is modern, relevant, and diverse for members of the profession. Uh, One of the work streams was focusing on the chartered firms. And the work stream was called Choose Chartered. Right. And so what the the work stream's focus was to review corporate chartered, the proposition, and it scoped out five key areas for review. Okay. In at the same time it had a consultancy firm, Willis Towers Watson, to actually undertake some research within the market to help decide what were the key areas that needed to modernize. I see, yeah. So it's charter, corporate charter status is something that has been in place for some years, but at that point it was decided that it, it needed to be looked at again and, as you say, bring it up to a more kind of... Uh, into the modern modern era almost. Exactly. Yeah. It needed to be refreshed, to remain relevant to the professionals and to society. I mean, uh, insurance and financial services is something that uh, obviously changing and, and evolving all the time. So it's very important that the CII um, kind of keeps up with that and, and make sure it is relevant to, to the modern profession. Absolutely. Most definitely. Okay, so so bringing us up to to, to kind of where we are now, um, what did you find from the, the, the survey almost, the consultation that you put out? Following the consultancy research we'd conducted, we, we came up with five key areas that we wanted to look at and go out to market and, and survey the market on. Mm. And these were who's eligible to be chartered, what value does it bring, improving the process, making the oversight more robust, and expanding the title. 
So we wanted to speak to both chartered and non-chartered firms to find out their views on these five issues. Mm. So we did this in a number of ways. One of the key ways we obtained feedback was undertaking a market survey. And this was in conjunction with an independent company called Ignition House, which ran the survey for us and also collated the results to make sure they were, um, that this was done so completely independently of the CII. And um, what kind of scale was this done on? Was it, was it aimed all over the UK? Was it, was it quite select firms that you looked at? So we wanted to make it as wide as possible because we really wanted the feedback of everybody who has an interest in this area. Yeah. So that includes firms in the insurance and financial planning sector, but it also includes consumers as well. In total, we had 477 responses to our survey, wow, okay. which was quite evenly split between chartered firms and, and non-chartered firms and in other respondents. Yeah. Um, so if you look at a, looking at a total population of chartered firms of, of around, around over 900 uh, at the time of the survey, we had nearly a quarter of people um, from those firms responding to the survey, which is a really, really good result. And, and so we're told by, by Ignition House as well. There Fantastic. was a high response rate from, from our chartered population, which is great. But equally, we had a really strong response rate from others who are interested. Excellent. So we also felt it was important to get the views of consumers. So yeah. we wanted to get the voice of the consumer into into the mix. So we asked Ignition House to put together some consumer focus groups for us, okay. where we had people from a, a diverse range of backgrounds uh, who were uh, purchasing insurance and and financial planning services. And they were a mixture of people doing that in their own right as consumers, but also as SMEs. And we did this in two locations in the UK, also to get a a more geographic mix as well. This gave us some really rich insight into into where, where, where we should be taking corporate chartered in the future. Yeah, so you got a really kind of wide range of viewpoints and, and opinions, which obviously helped kind of form where you're going to take this. I mean, re- returning to the results, then, could you tell us a little bit more about what you've what you've learned from that and what the, what the feedback was from these these firms and and these consumers? Yeah, so it's you know when you go out uh, as widely as we did, you get a lot of feedback, and um, I should mention we've also spoken to our local institutes and as well as uh, bodies within our own governance structure. So so we had lots of boards and committees that we consulted and we engaged uh, with a number of other key stakeholders. So as I said, a rich mix yeah. and uh, therefore quite a lot of feedback <laughs> yeah. for us to, <laughs> uh, to, 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 to consider, <laughs> yeah, which absolutely. is great. And that was a, a challenge for us. And uh, it's taken some time to you know, really ponder and consider the feedback we received. But I would say overall, we had a largely positive response to the proposals that we put out there because yeah. the way we conducted our, our survey um, was to actually position around 10 different proposals of changes that we thought we might be making. Mm. And as I said, the response to those changes was was largely positive. We picked up a lot of feedback along the way as well, which we've taken on board. But I think, you know, in the main, people really believe in chartered 
and chartered, the corporate chartered proposition is something that people feel really strongly about. Mm. And uh, people agree that it does need to remain relevant and be modern for today's profession and for the uh, market environment we work on. So that's why, you know, there was agreement around, you know, we needed to really take things forward. Absolutely. Um, was there an aspect of it that, that in the feedback you got and, and how you're going to take this forward that chartered insurance status, chartered financial planners, this needs to be, the message needs to be spread more widely. And so this kind of has the status of perhaps people know chartered accountants, people know chartered surveyors, but then that we need to kind of raise the, the messaging. So it, it's a kind of, it's common that people know what a chartered insurance or financial advisor does and that they can, you know, bring them, that they can use them and they know what they're for is it kind of about awareness as well that's spot on Luke I think that what we would like to see is parity of esteem mm. between uh, chartered insurers chartered brokers chartered financial planners yes, and yeah. other chartered professionals as you mentioned chartered accountants chartered surveyors chartered, chartered actuaries so there's this is something that we'd like to achieve in the not too distant future. But we need to uh, go on this journey together. And, and that's why the, the CII is so committed to improving the and, and refreshing the corporate charter proposition. And we see it really as a journey in partnership with our, our chartered population. Fantastic. So, so now that, you, that you've done the research and, and you've begun to collate and consider um, the responses, um, what does this mean to the CII and the, and the corporate chartered proposition? I mean, how do you aim to now take this forward? So... I mentioned earlier five key priorities that we went out with. And so as a result of the feedback we've received, we are going to take forward those priorities. And I can talk a little bit about what, what that's going to mean. So in terms of enhancing the value, yeah, this is something that you touched on earlier. It's about the public perception of the value of chartered. Yeah. And the public in terms of our chartered population, but as well as the the general public consumers who use the, the services of chartered firms. So we really want to enhance that. And one of the ways we're going to be doing that is by undertaking a core campaign of advertising. Now, we have to be careful about the advertising we do. It's going to be selective and targeted. Yeah. But we want to do this advertising in order to raise the profile of what corporate chartered status means so that the public understands it and, and the professional uh, professionals in the market understand it and it's so that its value is recognized more widely. Mm. So that's one of the things we want to do around enhancing the value and that's the feedback based on the feedback that we received. Excellent. Okay. Um, in terms of also a lot of the feedback we had was around giving more support to firms that were chartered themselves. And that's why we're developing a toolkit that corporate charter firms can use when they're, you know, they're communicating their status to others. Right, so we want to really help and enhance that communication and just make it easier for firms to do that and, and send a consistent message about the value of corporate chartered. Um, and is there uh, another kind of aspect of it around the firms applying to become chartered? Are you making it easier or more, more, uh, there's more clarity around the application process or what it means to, for, for firms to apply? 
Sure. So one of the, or other priorities, and I did mention that there are five. Oh, right, so okay. How much time have you got, Luke? <laughs> um, one of our priorities is really to simplify the whole onboarding process. So you mentioned app applying and also the renewals. Yeah. So we had feedback that, that this could be improved and, and we uh, of course, recognize that ourselves. And what our ultimate aim to do is actually to digitalize the whole process, like, you know, everything else in, in our in our society is becoming more digital. Absolutely, we, yeah. we, we, we fundamentally want to embrace that. Um, but we need to, to do that gradually um, because we're, we're doing um, this across the CII. So this is a, actually just a part of what we're doing and to transform the CII as a whole. But it is an important part. And on, along the way, what we're going to do is really simplify the existing um, onboarding process as far as we can. And we recognize that there's quite a lot of information about corporate charter spread across different documents and different parts of our website. And what we want to do is really consolidate that. For instance, we have uh, our rules, our terms and conditions, and our guidance. We want to consolidate that as well um, so that firms really have a one-stop shop where they look for information about becoming and maintaining their status. Fantastic. Um, and I understand there's also uh, another aspect around diversity and inclusion. Does that mean um, in terms of the size of firms, what type of insurers and financial planners can become chartered? Um, what, what Can you explain a little bit more about, about that? Sure. So this was a, a really key part of the, of the survey that we conducted because we really wanted the views of firms around the whole issue of diversity and inclusion, which is really important to the CII. Um, um, most people will know, listening to this podcast, about ensuring women's futures, yeah. uh, the campaign that we're heavily involved in. So we really feel it's important to focus on diversity and inclusion, but the current corporate chartered, currently corporate chartered doesn't really have any reference to that say, as part, yeah. of it, part of the onboarding. So what we wanted to do, because we do ask, firms already for information about their core values and business practices. We wanted to make it more explicit that we're also interested in their approach to diversity and inclusion and that we'd expect firms to have a policy around it. And this is something that we had strong support for because, I mean, essentially, uh, most firms in today's market are doing this and do recognize the importance of diversity and inclusion. But we wanted to make it more explicit that that's also part of being a chartered firm. So Luke, I, I think that's a great point. Uh, this is whilst we're launching our response today to this to the to the consultation, this is only the beginning. I say, yeah. of a journey because there is a lot of change. Um, I only touched on a couple of things with you earlier, but there's lots of changes that we're going to be making. Yeah, and this will take time over the coming months and 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 potentially years to really make sure they're fully embedded so change will be um ongoing and we we're setting out our stall with this response that we've launched today so firms can read all about it all the different things that we're going to be doing to make corporate chartered. Melissa, we've uh, we've touched on some of the priorities um, that you've already spoken about. Can you tell us about the the remaining ones? Yes, we we kept, we set our stall out to gather feedback about five particular priorities that we wanted to focus on, and we've talked a bit about enhancing the value 
about simplifying the applications and also about the social impact through diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Another area that we went to consultation on is around our criteria changes because we think that corporate chartered today should remain relevant to changing business models. And so certain changes need to be made to our criteria to, to keep pace with that. Okay. So that's one area that we, we surveyed surveyed the market on and, and we had the feedback we received, uh, we've taken on board um, in terms of the changes that we're going to make. The other area we consulted on was around effective oversight. Okay. Because clearly... For the corporate charter to be valued, it needs to be, the standards around it need to be maintained. So we want to ensure that, that the oversight around it is robust. So that's another area where we, we asked for feedback and we've taken that on board. Okay, then um, to kind of give an overview uh, of where the, the proposition is now then, Melissa, where, where is the CII at now and what would you like kind of members and listeners to, to, to go and look at and where, where will you take this forward? Yeah, so I, I think it would be great for listeners of this podcast to have a look on our website where we've actually published our consultation response. Okay. And this response is in is in four parts. So we have an overall executive summary of where Chartered is going next. And then we've also got a section which looks in detail at the 10 questions that we went out to consult on, the answers to those questions that we received, and our response to that feedback. So that's the second part. The third part uh, that we're publishing is the independent findings of Ignition House, who we commissioned to conduct the survey for us. And they go into more detail about the questions that were asked and the responses received, which is, um, which is very interesting. And finally, we have a set of technical rule changes that we will be making in response. Fantastic. And these changes will come into effect on the 1st of July. Okay, superb. So um, for anyone listening uh, and members can uh, find out more about the corporate chartered proposition and the consultation responses by visiting the the CII website and that's in the the chartered section of that. Yes. So I would just say to people, depending on your level of interest, have a look at the chartered consultation response document on our website. Have a look at the parts that interest you or have a look at the whole thing. Um, And, you know, if you have any questions we'd be delighted to to speak to you and there are there's a contact address submit your questions to fantastic so much for joining us today melissa we appreciate it's it's kind of uh, just giving an overview but um, we really look forward to seeing um how the proposition progresses and um and what comes about out of it going forward thanks luke thank you very much if you would like to find out more um, you can visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts and if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can also do so at cii group thank you again melissa for joining us today uh, and thank you for listening to cii radio until next time goodbye